Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton with the Good Feet Store, and I've shared before how I love an organization called TAPS, Tragedy Assistance Program for Survivors. Recently, we invited some TAPS family members who had lost a military loved one to have dinner with us. As we listened to their stories, I was reminded again of how the loss of a military loved one is such a devastating experience. Not only is the loved one gone, but often they lose their military community, and sometimes an entire lifestyle. My heart was sad over their grief, yet my spirit was inspired by their courage. Then to top it off, I was amazed at their graciousness as they thanked us for just listening. At the Good Feet Store, we love helping you get out of pain and back into the life you love, and we love supporting the work of TAPS. Come in today for your free fitting and test walk and ask any of our team members why TAPS is an organization that every American can support. Visit goodfeet.com for the location nearest you. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to Real Talk, episode uh, eight, I think. So I'm very excited today. And so is Jack, because we've got a very, very special episode. It's going to get it's going to get emotional. It's going to get deep. We've, we've got on a special guest, um, I think, unlike any other, really. Um, this guest is on today to talk with us about philosophy and about the way the world works and about how we perceive where we live, what's going on. And I think this is going to be a very innovative hour. We could uncover some deep truths about the self and about the world. Uh, in a difficult time, we're in the middle of the uh, coronavirus pandemic, uh, and I'm very excited. Our guest had to just take off his socks in preparation for, for this interview, just to prepare himself. He said, look, mate, I'm, my socks are off, I'm ready. Um, and mine are off too in, in preparation. So welcome, uh, Alex Gillen, the man, the myth, the legend. Hello, how are you doing? Hello, I am good. How are you? <laughs> yeah, good, mate. Yeah, not bad. Um, are you ready Enjoy to talk it. about some philosophy? Can't wait. Let's get started. Okay, cool. Uh, well, I guess we'll begin with... Um, so what? I mean, it, we're in the middle of pandemic. Da- ugh, pandemic. We're in the middle of coronavirus. What's your sort of day-to-day life looking like now? What's your, what's your daily sort of routine? My daily routine now is just same as before. Cause I just wash my hands more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's be pretty well. much all you can do, isn't it? I mean, if I if you get the virus, I'll be pretty miffed off. Won't be happy, but just try not to get it, don't you? What are you actually doing then? Like, I know your routine has, has changed, uh, not by much, but like, what do you actually do then, day by day? That's uh, tell the audience. Well, if I just like, oh, if I open the door, I wash my hands when I get to the other side of the door. If I eat, <laughs> just like, I know you meant to eat, like, wash your hands before you eat, but I like use that disinfectant stuff. Just, that's bit, that's about it, really. I don't go out because all pubs are shut and everything. Just go to no, work, wash my hands more. That's all you can do, isn't it? Wash my hands loads. Yeah, I, I agree, man. Yeah. There's nothing you can really do apart from staying inside and wash his hands, uh, to be honest, which is a bit of a shame. But we've got to stick to the rules, unfortunately. You've got, you, you've got to sing. You sing happy birthday and your hands are all right, then. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I guess what Jack's getting at, though, is just generally, like, if, I mean, even if you forget the pandemic, what sort of a daily daily life, uh, da- a daily uh, routine, like, in the life of Gillen? So you wake up, at, you wake up, you, you know, you, what do you do? I wake well, I wake up, I'm, I go to work, wake up, straight to work, I've done my day at work, just fixing, trying to fix things, if I fix things it's great, if I don't, no what happens, I don't, but yeah, deal with it, I go home, and don't have a Kit Kat, and, uh, <laughs> chill out for a bit, have my tea and go to bed, wash your day to day, that is, wash my hands, yeah, wash my hands loads, that is the day to day regime of, what is, uh, of me. What- Good uh, hand wash um, number. Like, count how many times do you wash your uh, hands in one day? What, like now? Currently, it's yeah, gone yeah. up by a, a, at least ten times a day more than we're washing my hands before. You've got, to, you've got to get them numbers up, haven't you? You've got to put them <laughs> numbers. Yeah, they said if everyone washes their hands ten more times per day, then the world would be a better place. Uh, it just, it, I think it. Yeah, I think there'd be no more Corona. Just wash your hands a bit more. Just, that's it. Just wash your hands and, you, and we're all good. I've got a question for you, Gillen. Go on. What do you think needs to be done to solve this problem? 
what do I think needs to be done to solve the problem? I mean, yeah, right. How, how do you solve this problem? Right, one, everyone needs to stay in more because you just don't go out. Because if you go out, you're going to get it. That's what it's like. Two, I don't know. I don't know, two. Just, just do what you're told. Yes, I don't know. What? You know is there what, a third? You don't, no, I don't, I don't think know. Really, I, just, I don't think really. I don't know. I, I, I agree with you, to be honest. There's not really much yeah, we can do other than, other than and that, to be honest. Yeah, just just do what you're told. If someone tells you to do something, just do it. Unless you're an idiot, then don't do it. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with uh, the British people. We're not. I don't think we're really taking that seriously, are we, Alex, at the minute? Oh, no, I don't think we're taking it seriously. That's probably the biggest issue. Is that everyone's like, oh, it's just flu, it's just flu. It's not just flu. <laughs> Come on, get with program. It's not a flu. It's a killer virus. Come on, now. Yeah, but at least we'll... I, I was saying earlier, maybe it's a uh, natural selection, Alex. Who knows? Natural selection? That's what it kind of is. It's, it is kind of evil. I mean, if you don't get it, that's what it's kind of evolution, isn't it? But less kind of down. Uh, for example... Like we're we're taking the necessary precautions to to reduce the risk of getting it, but there's some yeah. people asking asking to get it. You know what I mean? I think that, that's what I was trying to basically get. At. Yeah, but what they are are divs. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do get it. They're the people that that will panic buy even though they don't think they're going to get it. It's the same people that buy all the bread and milk when it's out snowing. What are you going to do with bread and milk? You can live without bread and milk. Why? When it's out snowing, just if you need milk that much, get a cow. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's a good point yeah but then you, yeah 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 but like yeah i agree with you i think that's a good point like people need to like just i mean like obviously like it's hard times but you can only control what you can control do you know what i mean and like you people... can but it... i know it's for saying i say it's the same people that do it what it is it's for chavs if you ask me <laughs> <laughs> chavs and the divs well, they're kind of same category, and it's same umbrella, chavs, divs, not kind well, of we, same people. The thing is, we've got a lot, a few viewers on here. Like, I was looking at the stats, and we've got some viewers, quite a lot from the USA, a few from Australia, a few from uh, Vietnam and the, the Netherlands and Germany, actually, like a couple. And they want what? What? How would you define a chav and a div? Because a lot of people have asked me this, and I find it difficult to do. A chav is a council housed and violent. That's what a chav is. I think it's basically like the, I don't know, we're joking, that's the British version of like a, a redneck, maybe. Yes, yes, it is. Kind of, yeah, I guess. But I think Chav's a bit softer than a redneck. I think a redneck's quite a strong uh, stereotype. I think Chav doesn't have to be a, you can be a mild Chav, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You can't have a mild redneck, I don't think. Chav's going to be like, we're talking Twelve. Chav. Burberry, mm. love, love a bit of tartan, love a bit of Burberry. Yeah. Love, like, knock-off, like, sportswear, Boomba, yeah. stuff like that. Nick mm-hmm. it. Stuff like they love that. <laughs> if they can nick it, they can have it. That's <laughs> pretty much a chav. Nick means to steal. Yeah. AFA don't out there. So do, you, do you have any, uh, have any lingo, chav lingo, that you could share, Alec? Yorker. Yor- I mean, Nick, Div, Chav. Div, what is Div? Div's, like, not very smart, right? Isn't it? Div, yeah, like, someone who's... Silly, stupid, unintelligent. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. a div. <laughs> I don't have much chavlingo because I'm not a chav. But that about... dialect, don't know. Like, yeah, how's it going now, kid? It's how they all talk. Devo. Cute, man. Devo. Yeah, they also, yeah, Devo. Classic Devo. Mm. I think what the worst, the worst chav and all is a chav with a newborn child. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the worst. Very prevalent. You heard it here And they are, and they do, they've always got a newborn child. They're so annoying. And, it, and what they do, what they, they all do it, and it, it winds me up, really winds me up. I have a question Is that you. when they have a child and they put I like, something wrong with a child on the internet, on, like, on Facebook, my baby has got a funny <laughs> cough, what does it mean? It means you've got to go call a doctor. Nicole Dark Road, don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> oh my God. I agree. No, I... because in the future, it could be a world... I've been reading a book uh, about, like, the future and about, like, what could happen. And it's talking about all these, like, ideas about, like, how 
the the scientists and sort of the people with a lot of money are investing in technology and stuff and how we might end up trying to evolve humans to become like a superhuman and in like a thousand well not even a thousand like 200 years there could be a different even different species of human that's like superior to us but then when you say like you said all the chavs are just reproducing left right and center probably not going to happen is it like a higher level of like humans what's the point what, why? I mean, there's no need for that, is there? We're, we're all right. Just, I don't fancy being a bit higher level person. I'm happy where I am. Yeah, me neither. But I think that that's possibly the way human race is going. This book, I mean, is scary. It's like it's all about how like technology is like super, like getting faster than, um, like progressing faster than humans, and how like technology is becoming like more intelligent than humans and stuff like that. It's fucking, it's, it's crazy stuff, man. It is crazy, it is. but. Well, if, if, if evolution stopped now, I wouldn't really mind. I think we'd, we're all right, aren't we? No, I don't know, though, Gil, because think about it. Like We've still got many problems in the world, like technology. We can use it to improve everyone's quality of life. And at the minute, we don't we have the technology that's accessible for everyone to do that yet. And also, we have like uh, climate problems that we could use technology for, which we're currently not at the, the level of technology to use for the same thing. So I think if we stop... Yeah, I suppose you're right. Well, I was chatting to one guy regarding this, a guy from China. He's like one of my students. And he asked me a question. He said, oh, Jordan, how would you feel about having a a robot girlfriend in the future? And I was like, it's not for me. Like, I I think, you know, I need to. It's not real. It's like there's no consciousness. But he was like, yeah, but it's like robot girlfriend. He was like, you can. There's many advantages. You said I'd really like it, and I said no, it's not for me. What What would you think about that, Gillen? Having a, a girlfriend that's a robot, you wouldn't be able to tell that it's a robot, but it is. How would you feel about that? He sounds like a perv. So we have to say, Gillen. Let's be right. If you want a robot, there's only one reason you don't want a robot girlfriend. So you can program to do what you want to do in any way. That's why. Let's be right. I mean, come on. No, I don't want a robot girlfriend. Yeah. No, no hell. I'm happy with with person girlfriends. <laughs> what, if, what if you couldn't get? What if you were struggling to sort of find the right the right human? I mean, there's seven billion people on world. I'm sure what I'm sure I could find one eventually. Half of them are blokes. It's a good point. Well, still three and a half billion. Still, it's a good, it's a good number. It's a lot of people. Yeah. That. That's really <laughs> probably seven billion if you want, mate. Wait, what? <laughs> no. no, no. I just, I don't know. I just, I thought your answer would be. I thought you'd be more into sort of the robot, robot GF sort of situation. To be honest, no, I robots are a bit much. Do we're making robots for what we need to do for like jobs we need? Then just like these. Scientists make robots who like can like walk and stuff. We don't. Why do you need a robot to walk? Just put it in a place to do a job, let it do its job, and then turn it off. You don't need it to move around. So that's when they're going to start causing problems, isn't it? <laughs> Logic. No, the thing is, you can't argue with that. Like, you know what I mean? He's got a point. He's got a point. And I saw, like, they teach robots to do stupid stuff and all, like, juggle. Why do you need a juggling robot? Because that's not impressive, is it? You've, you've not even learned to do it. You've just been, like, programmed. There's no need for juggling, juggling robots. Robot. There's no need for juggling in a hole, actually. In fact, the whole circuses, in general, are pointless. Right, I've got, I've got a question that's it's relevant to this and uh, Gillen for you. So, okay. given, given this current topic, do you think robots will eventually take over the world in the future or not? Nah, I don't think we'd let them. Like when you say that, what do you mean? What would what would you do to uh, not let them? Just turn them off. <laughs> <laughs> it's so simple, but it's true. Oh, yeah, they do. They could have a switch, aren't they? Yeah, but let's say, let's say they do have a power switch, but we're not aware that these human, these robots are planning some sort of takeover. What would we do then? Almost start taking over, then you turn them off. <laughs> Pretty simple, really, isn't it? Oh uh, yeah, can't. You and if we're making ro- if someone out there at some point starts making robots with the ability to take over, stop. 
There's no need. Just chill out, mate. Calm down. <laughs> we don't need Robot Hitler. No, that'd be <laughs> horrible. <laughs> we don't need Robot Hitler. Okay, interesting. Um, I wanted to bring up a subject um, that I've been like quite interested in recently because I was watching this uh, like TV series called Dark and it's all about time travel. And it's very interesting. I found it like pretty, uh, pretty mind-boggling. Um, I recommend watching. It. It's like a German TV show called Dark, and it's about mm-hmm. like this town where like loads of um, loads of children start to go missing, and uh, but it turns out that they're not just being kidnapped. They're, they're a lot of them have found this cave in the ground that actually um, sends them either back in time by thirty-three years or forward in time by thirty-three years. And a lot of them end up going back and then they meet themselves when they were younger or they meet like their dad when their dad was a kid. And it's like, it's crazy. And some of them go back in time, grow up in this time, and then they're an adult in the present and they actually know themselves as a kid. And it's like proper mind boggling. But that's made me interested in time travel a little bit. So I was going to ask you, if you could travel back to any point in time, uh, when would you go to and why? That's it. I've got a bit of a problem with time travel. Because it sounds great, but if you start travelling around in time, it opens up a whole can of worms, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? But how could like, you go in that way? What do you think the problem like if, you, if you could go back in time and come back, you'd be long enough on what want you to start like doing things. You don't really, really want to do. You know right, what I mean? If you're going to be like, oh, just go and just like see where this person went missing. You're like, no, I don't want to. I want to go see like World Cup final. We'll be on it, yeah. Go on, just go see where Madeline McCann went missing. Just go and follow him back in time and tell us. No, just I don't know. Let me go see like Olympics or something. I don't know. That's the problem with time travel. But what would you see? Yeah, but if 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 there was if no one knew you were going, only you knew, and you could mm-hmm. go back. You don't have to live there. You could live there if you wanted to. But where where would you go out of out of everywhere? That's anything that's ever happened. I'll go see some dinosaurs. Yeah, I'd, I'd go see some dinosaurs, mate. Some big, like, T-Rexes and stuff. Because <laughs> I, I want to know what colour they are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't... Cause they could be, like, bright orange or something. We don't know. We hate to know what colour they are. <laughs> yeah. Out of all the things, he wants, to, he wants to go back to see dinosaurs to see what colour they are. Well, not you know, just see what colour they are, but you'd be like, I'd like to see what colour a T-Rex were, or like a Triceratops. Well, what does a Brontosaurus sound like? These are questions you need to ask yourself if you're going back in time. Is there another other period of time where you would also like to visit or not? I'd, pro- I'd probably go see... I want to go see how pyramids are built, just so I can, like... So people can like be like, yo, don't want aliens there. Oh, they have seen it. It was just some slaves. Oh, I feel the thing is though, uh, like what would you do if you did go back, Gillen? And uh, it was made by aliens, but do you reckon if you came back, anyone would believe you still or not? I'll take a picture, won't I? <laughs> <laughs> take your phones. That's oh, yeah. You'd be still. I suppose someone would notice though. They'd arrest you. They'd take you into the tombs or something. Because surely, you know, they're there in the pyramids. You've got to blend in if you're going back in time. Like I'd love to go back in time, but I would want to blend in. I wouldn't want to go as a tourist. You know what I mean? I've got my map and my fucking uh, iPhone camera and my selfie stick. Aren't you one eighth Egyptian though, Jordan? I think you'll fit in. I am yeah, one eighth. No, you're not. I am. I am. <laughs> dad. Uh, dad's mum was from Cairo. No, your granny went all to share milkshake. You're not one eighth Egyptian. <laughs> I don't want it. If you trace it back, if it's my dad, that's half. His dad's quarter. Man, that's one eighth. Was Egyptian. That means one eighth. That means one eighth of me. That's why I tan well. I tan quite well. You, you, you tan well because you was fake tan once, John. We know this. We've been through I it. That, I did that one I time. You know. <laughs> that was once. I basically put oh. on. Well, I, mm, I don't want to tell that story. <laughs> well, I've got another thing, actually. While, we, while we're talking about these pyramids and whatnot, right? And aliens. Do you think that aliens exist, Gillen? Oh, of course. 100%. 100% they exist. We've got to, haven't we? Yeah. And what, all them uh, like stars and planets. We've got to have a little ET running around on them. And do you have some sort of, like, uh, image of, like, uh, these, these aliens? 
Oh, of course, everyone has a little, a little green or grey man, big ears. Not big ears, big head, big eyes. No ears. Don't, they don't want to listen to each other, do they? Little spinning, spinning saucer. What, I mean, it's probably not right, but that's what you think are an alien, isn't it? Yeah, no, you are, you are right. The and thing how, is, how would, would you feel if, uh, like, what would you, would you, I don't know, what would you think of, like, aliens landing on the planet right now? I mean, I'm, I think it'd be pretty surprising, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, <laughs> where are you come from? Panicking? I mean, yeah. I mean, I think the world would panic. I mean, we've, we've got a virus coming around now and everyone's panicking, which is fair enough. Yeah, true, if, isn't it? Like, if Predator drop down, or Alien or whatever it is, yeah, the people would be well panicking. <laughs> you know, we come in peace and all that, and they're like, yeah. yeah. Buy a lot of toilet roll. I mean, yeah, there'd be a lot of toilet roll. I don't know, what. why would aliens want to come here? If they can come all, all the way across the universe, why do they come here? Yeah, it might be like going on really. They might go really fast, might be like, and then they're here already, and it's it's not really that much effort for them. Yeah, but if like, if they can do that, they don't. There's nothing they need from it, was there? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, maybe I, mean, water, I doubt maybe an edge. Like they need to look at an edge or something. So nah, they can go maybe, away. Maybe water's like a universal currency, or maybe like uh, maybe life is a currency. Like we don't know. Like I, it would be. Imagine if in our lifetime, aliens, we aliens come to visit our planet and they make a big. That'd be crazy. That'd be like. I would like to live through that. I hope, I can't semi hope it happens. That'd be like. Oh, I'd like to see it. Yeah. But I'd, what I'd like him to see is I'd like him to land. Instead of doing like we see in hot films, I'd in like New York or LA. Why don't we just go land in Hull? You know what I mean? <laughs> that was better. Right, landing, <laughs> better to land in Hull. Well, I don't know, we can go to the deep. <laughs> we can have some fish and chips. Do what I want, really, you know. Uh, it's a good point. Maybe in like maybe in uh, maybe in a hundred years, uh, you'll see alien tourists in like giant groups on tour buses with like selfie yeah. sticks, taking pictures and everything. <laughs> that uh, would be great. It says uh, Gillen thought of this first or something. Gillen, <laughs> Gillen was right. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Told you All so. right. Well, I mean, like, if you if you're an alien, so. why do you have to go to like destroy White House? Why can't you have a Dane Cleefops? I mean, it's all new to them, so why not do something like that? <laughs> As an alien tour guide, Alex, where would you recommend? Like, uh, if there's Kuma, where would you want to want them to? Other than Hull, where do you think like we should go and visit? You were a tour guide for aliens. Probably somewhere that's like not too much, like because it's not going to overwhelm them. Maybe like a, like a medium-sized city. <laughs> do you have, a, do you have a, an idea in mind? I don't know. Doncaster? I want to hear why. I want to hear why Doncaster. Why? Well, no, you can... Somewhere like that, there's, there's not too many people. You can just, like, you like ease them into it before you go to, like, Mumbai or something. Just ease them into <laughs> what it's like on Earth. The thing is, though, at the same time, there's a lot of divs and uh, chavs there, though. Do you not think that would overwhelm them? Yeah, but there is in every city, isn't there? What, even in Mumbai? I'm sure there's some kids <laughs> in Mumbai. I'm, there's no doubt about it. What about chavs? Do you think there's some, uh, some chavs? I'm sure there's like an Indian version of a chav. <laughs> definitely, we've got to be, haven't we? There's one in it. There's some like in every country. No, you're right. No, I, think I think Donnie's a special case, to be honest. <laughs> I think Donnie's particularly uh, plagued in terms of... Uh, no offence to anyone from Donny. <laughs> <laughs> I worked there for three years. It's pretty horrible. Well, you know, I mean, it doesn't have to be Doncaster, just any town or city like that. Hey, I think if I was an alien and I came down and you and I met you and you were the tour guide and you brought me to Doncaster, I'd be gutted, mate. I'd be fucking straight off on the plane. I'd be on the plane to Mars. Not the plane, the rocket. I don't know. I, just, I'd, I feel like even Mumbai, I feel like... I'd take I'd take him to see like uh, some beautiful nature like the Himalayas or the Alps or. Well, I think that could be like. I think when you go on holiday, your first couple of days you just want to chill out and like acclimatize to being on holiday. It's gonna be the same, isn't it? There's no point know. like coming in and blowing the mind with Taj Mahal. You may as well show him French Gate Centre first. 
<laughs> yeah, but they. I I, that, I don't... Oh yeah, all right, right, right. I think that I would take them to somewhere like Hawaii or something, somewhere nice and tropical, like George said, some sort of paradise. Ease them in with some like nice massages and stuff, and show them that we're not really. Uh... Well, this could go to one or two ways actually. Maybe we're like we're friendly, like very welcoming people, and maybe they're all enslavers. But you're missing tricky. You're missing points. I think. Is that how you're talking? Talk- do if you're the, a tour guide uh, for an alien, sorry. On, if you're no, a tour guide for an alien, you've got to know where you're showing them, aren't you? I don't know why. I've never been. I've been to Doncaster loads of times. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but like they're gonna get. I think people in Doncaster would be quite um, generally would be quite like, oh, these, are these fucking aliens coming in here? Like they'd be starting on. Well, I've had anywhere I wanted it. Uh, I think, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I think more so in Doncaster. I think in Doncaster, people are going to be more pissed off to see an alien. Get think, egged. You know. Get egged. What? Egged. Get egged. <laughs> we get egged. Get egged. Or, or both. I don't even know, mate. We could get egged and kegged for all we know in Donny Centre. <laughs> kegged. The du- double whammy, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows. Kegging is when you pull, uh, pull uh, the pants down. In from behind. behind, from behind, yeah, from behind. Yeah, keg. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think what I'd want to do, I'd want to take them to somewhere naturous where there's no people, right? And explain if they spoke English or understood English, I'd explain what we're about. You know what I know about humans. <laughs> what I'm like. I'd, I'd, yeah, try and what talk them into it. What? What What would you say to them? I want to hear this. I want to hear this. Now. What do you think <laughs> yeah. about? Uh, I'd be like, look, like this is Earth. Welcome. Uh, it's a bit messed up. Um, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of humans on this Earth and lots of uh, animals, but a lot of the animals there's are loads of animals. And there's lots of plants and stuff, but also that's getting a bit messed up. I was like, so we need some help. We need some alien help. I mean, you guys travelled here from somewhere. Surely you can help us out. It, we'll scratch your back. You scratch ours. You know what I mean? I know some <laughs> nice. I know some nice restaurants. I know some nice bars. I'll take you out. I've got some friends. You can meet them. Uh, you know, we're friendly. We, you know, I can do massage. I give you a massage. But you <laughs> help us out. Like, give us some of your your advice. Maybe wipe out some of the dips. Get get rid of them. For us, you know what I mean? I can just imagine that aliens coming at first thing we see. Jordan here with finger baby oil. Come on, lay down. You will <laughs> not, not see you back. It's massage. It's different. It's different chemical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I don't know. That's a cool concept. Um, I wanted to bring up, I mean, like, we, we talk about aliens, pretty pretty crazy concept. But one of the weirdest things, I think, on Earth that's been around for forever, since life has existed, or since at least humans have existed, is dreams. So, and I feel like we've sort of lost touch with, like, pe- people don't pay attention to dreams. I used to keep a dream journal and write down my dreams for, like, a few months. And, every, and when I did, like, my dreams were, like, way, really more, much more vivid. And, like, I could remember them a lot more because I'd wake up, write it down, and then I'd forget, but I'd read it later. And then I'd be like, oh, yeah, that dream. Um, but I know you, Gillen, you've had some – you've told me some of your crazy dreams. Like, I just wanted to hear your take. What's the craziest dream you've ever had? I had a bit of a weird one the other day, actually. Things about it. Yeah. I was like – I run it with like a bit like an oil rig. And there were some people who were, like, right down at the bottom like a – like an elevator shaft in like a little pod, but in underwater. And they're like, oh, these people are stuck. But when they do, we're like, probably nonchalant, like, oh, they're stuck. Can't get them. Can't get down that far. But I said, oh, I'll get them. So I was jumping yeah. in the water and I went, but well, I could get down to the bottom of water because I was a Jedi. <laughs> so I just got to the bottom of water and I'm like, oh, they're very up. How's it going? So I went back up to like tell them a phantom. Then I went back down again. It turns out the one actually there, they were just on the screen and they were just having me on. Did you react somehow to, the, to them uh, pranking you or not, Gillen? How did you react to I'm the prank? I'm just like, oh, oh well. That's not, well, see, see you later. And I just went. I wasn't really bothered. <laughs> went back to, uh, you woke up, went back to reality. Pretty much, yeah. So have you got a, like a, obviously it's hard to really remember all the dreams you've ever had but is there any dream in particular going that you uh, 
as have been like the best dream ever for you that you could share. What about when you got the cure? What's that, John? Remember when when you were in your shed making the cure for all of the diseases? See, I can't remember that. <laughs> I remember your dream. I'll tell you that this was Gillen's dream. And he, I remember you telling me this. You were like, right, yeah, I was in my shed, in my dream. And I was like, I was bored. So I got all my tools and I started like just, just making stuff, started making stuff. And uh, eventually I made the cure for the common cold. <laughs> so you made the cure for the common cold. And then you thought, oh, this is all right. This, yeah, I'll, I'll keep going. So you kept on making stuff. And then you made the cure for like a- HIV AIDS or something like that. And then you thought, oh, it's pretty good. So you carried on going in your shed with your spanner. And you ended up making the cure for uh, cancer. And then you were like, oh, I've got the cure for cancer here. This is like a quite a, quite a big deal. So you went in Dragon's Den. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember this remember? now. Oh, vaguely, yeah. So you went on Dragon's Den. And I remember you telling me this because it was funny. You went on Dragon's Den and you pitched him your idea. The, the idea was the cure for cancer. And uh, uh, you got one offer and it was for <laughs> it was for like £10 or something like that. <laughs> So you gave him 100%, you gave him the entire cure, 100% of your business for £10, and you spent that on the bus fare home and a sandwich. <laughs> and I remember, I remember you telling me that, that, that fucking, that stuck with me for a long time. That was pretty funny, <laughs> with your, with your uh, memories. Yeah. Your... Oh, my memories, yeah. I'll tell you my weirdest ever dream. My weirdest ever dream was when I was, uh, I was pregnant. So I was in my dream. In my dream, I'm like nine months pregnant, just sort of walking along. I had this I was about sixteen when I had this dream, so it was I was quite it was a bit weird. But I was walking down the street and I was like nine months pregnant, ready to burst. And I was walking down the street and uh I passed my granddad and my granddad went, Oh, you're right, Jordan. And I said, You're right and he said, Oh, when's it due? And I just, <laughs> said, Oh no. Yeah, proper nonchalant. I was like, Oh, anytime now. And then it skipped forward. And I was like in labour, legs akimbo, sort of up in the air. Doc- doctors at my uh, area, and they were sort of like push, push. And I was feeling contractions, and I was like, Ugh! I was like pushing. And I was a male, I wasn't a girl, but I felt it. Co- I don't know where it was coming out of. It was either it was either my asshole or or some, well, the other <laughs> small hole. Uh, and anyway, it was just about to come out, and just as it was about to come out, I woke up, and I was like, fucking hell, that was a weird dream. Uh, shit in your bed did you shit the bed I, <laughs> yeah shit the bed <laughs> I gave birth to a fucking to a, to a brown baby <laughs> have you ever have you ever like experienced that my weirdest dream involves like inception Whoa. really that's weird I was dreaming within the dream yeah and uh basically my, it wasn't it's not really like a interesting dream to be honest but Basically, I went to bed, uh, as you do when you go to sleep, obviously. Uh, <laughs> went to sleep. Then, I, then like, uh, I remember my housemates coming in from a night out. So I woke up, uh, went back to sleep, but then I woke up again. But everything looked the same as it, as it would in my bedroom like, when I was awake. So I thought I was awake um, in my dream. Yeah. Uh, and then, then anyway, anyway, the same sort of thing happens. I wake up again, and because obviously I remember my housemates coming in, I woke. I wake up. Um, I'm at a house party for some reason. I'm naked. <laughs> I'm naked at this house party, and I've been drugged by my housemates. And I wake up, yeah. and everyone's like looking at me and laughing at me, like, "Oh, as if he fell asleep and uh, we're carried into this house party." And everyone's just pointing at me while I'm all naked. And then I have to uh, I to try and find my house. I was in this new area, like this new reality. that I couldn't find my way home. It was pretty crazy to be fair. And I woke up and I realised it was all a dream. But because I woke up within my dream, I thought it was real. You know what I mean? Uh, I once woken up by a ghost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm intrigued here. What, what, what's it? Go on. I'm in bed and I woke up. Like, I'm not somewhat disturbing. I woke up and there were a, there were a ghost. They were chilling in their own. I'm really? saying it very vividly. When was this? Yeah, maybe five years ago. What type what of ghost? Look, yeah, what it looked like with the one with a sheet over the head. <laughs> no, it all just. 
I'm not, I think it was a woman, but I wasn't sure. But you could just see like a torso and a head type shape. It looked like they were holding something. Because that's and pretty just, that, uh, They were for a bit and then just like floated away. You can just uh, no, I, I remember like really not being at all scared, which I thought were weird. No, because I've, I've had like sleep paralysis twice. It's pretty weird. And the second time I had something similar to that. Uh, it's pretty funny to be fair. Like, uh, have you ever have you ever experienced sleep paralysis going or not? No, yeah. I am. Oh, no, so like, uh, it's pretty weird experience to be fair. Um, like, it's clues in the name. You can't really move, but like, you're in, like, you're kind of awake to be honest, but you're still dreaming. Your body's not awake. Yeah, your body's not awake, but your mind is. Uh, so then, like, I had the same sort of thing. I had like uh, this thing floating above me. Um, just like looking at me, it was like some sort of like I couldn't see a face, but I could see like something like it. Like, do it kind of look like actually this is an easy way to explain it. Do a Dementor out of Harry Potter. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> looked like that, to be honest. And then I can remember I was like in two mindsets. I was like I can either be scared here or I can try and attack it. But because <laughs> but because I was paralyzed, I was just in my bed going ah. Do you know what I mean like trying to skip? But I couldn't even move to to attack it. Uh, and then, like, it, it ended up going away. Um, pretty weird. Oh. So, I kind of, I kind of, I would say that's kind of the closest thing that I've came to to like seeing a ghost, maybe. I don't know. Do you believe in ghosts? That is a big question. <sighs> you know what? I think I'd be lying if I said that I didn't. I think I do. Yeah. Uh, I do. I've seen them. I know they're real. I've seen them. I can't really say that there's really much evidence for it from my reasoning. I think. Maybe the fact that people have made films and so I think just the idea of it makes it real to me. You know what I mean? Whereas if I'd never been exposed to this sort of thing, I would just mm. obviously live a bit in ignorance. But the fact that uh, there's so much like uh, how do I say it? like folklore and people have seen them and yeah. these films, you know what I mean? So it's, even though I've never really seen anything firsthand. Uh, and there's not really much evidence. I just think the idea alone makes me believe. There's it. loads of things like that. Just because it's not official, don't mean it's not like Bigfoot. I think there must be a Bigfoot running out around there. There's two other people seen somewhat. That's quite. I don't know. Because I'll be honest, that's another thing that I kind of. I don't know. I kind of like trying to believe the unbelievable. You know what I mean? Uh, it's yeah. Been, it's a bit. Uh, like, it makes me a bit curious. You know what I mean? In uh, quite tinfoil hat in it. Yeah, <laughs> everyone. Everyone obviously dismisses it as being a. I don't know. I don't go around. No, oh, Bigfoot's real, but I'm open to the idea of Bigfoot being real. If that makes sense. Yeah, I, th- I think Bigfoot. It looks real. What I've seen. There's a, in America lots of space, lots of woods. There's I'm sure there's a big monkey running around somewhere. What about the Loch Ness monster? Oh, I'd, I'd love to believe Loch Ness monster, but I don't. I can't see it. <laughs> love, I'd love Loch Ness monster to be real. I'd be mint on it. Well, I was gonna say though, but like, what do you think? What do you think Bigfoot's uh, trick is, Gil? And how do you think he keeps slipping away? There's just loads of loads of trees, isn't there? Just eyes behind a tree. <laughs> That's a good film, actually. Where like, there's this man. Oh, what's he called now? In fact, you guys keep talking. I'm gonna try and find the name of this film. It's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> Basically, uh, one of the one of the actors in it. I forgot his name. He's a pretty famous actor in like a. Uh, He's like this old man, he's like uh, not close to dying, but he's getting old now. He's on his own, living a quiet life, but he's had like such good, uh, such a good life, such a historical life. And like one of the things that it was was like, uh, and again, I'm not spoiling the plot here. Uh, he used to work for like um, the Secret Service, like the top top uh, part of the of the government in America, and they found Bigfoot, and it's causing problems, and he has to go and hunt it. But like it's like a um, a, a film full of many different stories involving the same character, if that makes sense. I get it. Part of the film. That's the entire film, that's just that one part of it. Just sound quite good. Yeah, I was in a, I was in a, like Northern California last year when I, after after I finished work at camp, and like like Southern or like basically like the West Coast of America. There's like a little portion where that's where Bigfoot is supposed to be. Um, and it's like between, it's like where Oregon uh, and California, two states meet, and it's so cool driving. There's like no cities nearby in that area. There's just very small towns, and when you drive through, 
uh, we like did a road trip, so we, we drove up and we'd like spend a night at a different town. It took us like like four days to pass through that area, um, and it gets thick with forest, redwood forest, like these really tall trees. Mm. Really beautiful area, uh, and that's like where Bigfoot's supposed to be. And you see all these like big. Um, uh, it's almost like a bit of a tourist attraction right now. It's not a very touristy place, but there's yeah. a lot of like cabins that say like, oh, the Bigfoot Lodge or the Bigfoot Steak or whatever. And it's got like a giant Bigfoot outside and like a little cabin. <laughs> and it proper blew, it was weird and it blew my mind. Um, but I never saw Bigfoot. Basically. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> but there's a lot I, think, of- I think, I think most people, me included, rather have like, a Bigfoot than another animal. Like, I'd, like you could get you. If you feel like if you knew Bigfoot were real, I think you could let another animal go, wouldn't you? Like let it go extinct. <laughs> if Bigfoot, if you knew Bigfoot knocking around. Yeah, but there's not many Bigfoots. If there is, there's only a few. Yeah, but like, there's some animals we don't really need, isn't there? Some are a bit pointless. Yeah, but it's not about if we need them. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if you had to substitute one animal for a Bigfoot, there'd be there'd be a few there, wouldn't you? Think actually, don't what really do need them. Would you substitute? Uh, a giraffe. You don't. What's the point of in a giraffe? <laughs> what, you, what do you mean? So we'd have Bigfoots knocking about in the zoo where giraffes are. Yeah. <laughs> what? Is, what is the point of a giraffe? It just he's there with his stupid neck, <laughs> walking not, around Africa. But it's not. It's not there for us. It's just there. It just exists. The animals don't just exist for our for all, for human benefit. They existed. At the, you know, they just exist. You've got to respect know, what, what does a giraffe actually do on, on day to day? I I don't know. What does what does a human do really? Yeah, but loads. Next stuff. Uh, <laughs> All a giraffe a... does is eat leaves. All it does. Yeah, but uh, but what what are we judging it on its value based on what it can bring to humans? Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a human, so. Well, not just that. I mean, like, you can't feed a giraffe to a lion because you, you can't kill a giraffe. A lion can't kill a giraffe. It's a well-known fact. It's not like a buffalo. What? So what's the point of them? They're just in the way. I don't think they're in the way. <laughs> what, so, so if you had a, what, what about if you could just get rid of all of the giraffes? Forget Bigfoot. There's just no more giraffes. Would you get rid of them? Well, well, no, because you need something to replace a giraffe, don't you? Just so there's, like, the right amount of animals. Uh, yeah, oh, Jesus. I just Googled, can a lion kill a giraffe? And there's a video of a giraffe killing a lion. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> there you go. And then why is a giraffe called a lion? Because it can't eat it. Uh, and then there's, there's, a full, there's a full forum called, who will win between a giraffe and a lion? <laughs> 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 who made that? Oh, jeez. A lion can never defeat a giraffe due to its colossal size and height. A lone lion manages to kill animals like zebra, wildebeest, or young buffalo. Ah, you fair play. Hey, right. There you go. Oh, it's like then. Have you seen that one of the best animals? That's up there. Because let's be fair, one, the worst animal on the planet is a spider. Because we're off at top. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, there's no, like, a spider. It can't just be, like, a normal bug, can it? But it needs eight legs for us to... Why? No one needs eight legs. That's just being selfish. Just give some of them to a worm. <laughs> give some to a worm? But why it's got worm? eight... Eight that's eyes, which are all... You only need two. Come on. Yeah. And it makes, it makes stupid string out of its ass. <laughs> but all it does, it just horrible when it gets in your face. It doesn't come out of its ass. <laughs> it does. <laughs> all right. Okay. So what? <laughs> so you get rid of giraffes. Sp- yep. So in Gilbert, if you were if you were in charge of the world, we'd have no giraffes. We'd have no spiders. We'd have loads of bigfoots knocking about. Yep. What else? What if if you were in charge? What else would be going on if you were the if you were like the supreme leader? I think like, you've got to start thinking then. Most animals can like, look after the same. What animals are good for people? And you've got to think, like, I don't know, what, what animals can do two things? That's what you need. <laughs> 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 like, you can have, like, 
a chicken, bear mint, we've got feathers, meat and eggs, they're nice, keep chickens, we're happy with them. Yeah, but that's just what it can produce for a human. What about just letting... They, they were here just at the same time as us. Like, what... what yeah, no, that, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking now as if I were in charge of all the people, what am I doing to yeah. look after people? Yeah. Loads of chickens. Chickens and mint. Get rid of pigs. Don't need pigs. Right. Why? Why get rid of pigs? If, you, if you're going to keep the chickens because of what they've been to humans, why not keep the pigs because you have pork? Yeah, but you can, you can eat elk, can't you? You don't have to eat... You don't have what, to so eat can... pig. So you'd switch and not eat pig and eat some at rank that that, that we. I'll get rid of pigs because I'm sure there's something more delicious out there than a pig. I mean, I've never eaten crocodile. It might be right nice. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but it's probably not if most people are eating pigs. No, crocodiles are added added to catch because of teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's what I mean. If there's loads of croc, so you'd have loads of crocodiles knocking about. That'd be more dangerous, surely, for humans. More people. More farmers would die. To be getting have, you ever, have you ever tried to fight a pig? Uh, yes, actually, I've wrestled a pig three See, times. See, you'll know we're not we're not safe animals. But I'm just thinking animals that can do more than one thing. Well, you know what I mean? What can a crocodile do more than one thing? It can. Well, it, it can it can kill giraffes for a start. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? So you'd kill all the giraffes using a crocodile? Not just one, but just <laughs> more crocodiles would kill more giraffes. Uh, yeah, but then you've just got it's a shit show then because there's loads of crocodiles knocking about. Why are they in the same place as the giraffe for a start? And then you've got to you've got to wrangle the crocodiles. If you have enough crocodiles to kill all the giraffes, there'll be too many crocodiles anyway. Then it just no, gets... that's why you you farm them, don't you? You like you farm the crocodiles and you feed them giraffes. <laughs> right. I would love to see what your uh, your world would look like, Alex, if uh, you're in charge. Yeah. What Did else would be going? Look- Going. Yeah, the going. What, oh, yeah no, 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 no. Forget the animals. What sort of what sort of policies are there being placed? I just like everyone needs to calm down. <laughs> I agree. You know, you know what I mean? Just like, mate, just yeah. chill out. Stop <laughs> being angry about everything. Have yeah. a breather. We'll sort it out. Have a Kit Kat. Yeah, that would be my first poss- poss- policy. You know, in charge at world. Calm what down. Oh, no, just chill. Second minute. <laughs> Take a minute. <laughs> That'd be the funniest part of the campaign. I'd love it. It'd be great. It'd be quite refreshing rather than fucking what we used to with a campaign. Do you know what I mean? I don't know how you'd enforce it. Like, calm down. But... Yeah. <laughs> you'd have to enforce it because if you... If everyone, if everyone just be like, mate, calm down, that just that counts people down naturally. But, all right, maybe I should calm down. <laughs> What are you going to be in the poster, like Big Sam saying, calm down, pointing, pointing at people, or would you strike some other magnificent pose going? Well, no, I want to use posters, because no one looks, it'd be like on telly, wouldn't it? It'd be a, so a right, um, like a right soothing voice. Stephen Fry, he'd come on. Calm down, lads. That's it, <laughs> he'd go. Stephen Fry? Yeah, he's got a right, like, soothing voice, hasn't he? Uh, Shamba, Shamba. Y- yeah, yeah, I guess. Got, you know what I mean? Mor- Someone we like to rate nice. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Walk in, chill out. I'll tell you what, that's I'd, it. I'd have Steve Coogan as Alan Partridge. Look, people just take him as a joke, don't they? This is this is serious. Not me. <laughs> but Alex, this is a, would it be yep. you in the advert with Morgan Freeman's voice dubbed over? Oh. <laughs> Or would it just be Morgan Freeman in the advert? No, no. It's be serious. It'd just be Morgan Freeman coming on. Calm down. And that'd be it. Calm down. Calm down. Did you have to say down? Calm down. Lads. Calm down. He's he's an actor, isn't he? He'll he'll know how to say it. He'll act it. I don't think he's ever played Yorkshire. Well, no, we can play it how he wants, can't we? He'll he'll Uh, act it out how he sees fit. That's it. I think that bad sort that's have a lot of problems on. What about uh <laughs> Yeah. It'd be a very I mean, I don't it's good it's good uh, philosophy, but I don't think don't think it'd make I don't know. I feel like a lot of people would be like, calm down, what do you mean calm down? Fucking you you're the boss, like don't tell us to calm down. But I think it's a good it's a good uh, good policy to have. What about yeah. the meaning uh, to end with 
we wanted to talk about um, getting very deep, getting very deep indeed about a uh, big question okay. that crosses everyone's minds at some point. And if it doesn't, it should. And that question is, <clears throat> what is the meaning of life? Now, many people don't, most people, well, no, no one knows, but to many people, it's a different thing. What about to you, Gillen? Do you have any input on what the meaning of life well, is? I don't want us to. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like, you don't, your life doesn't have to mean something. You just get on with it, don't you? It's not meaning in life. Well, do you think uh, the meaning of life then is just to reproduce, Gillen? Is that what you're trying to say? No, I don't think if it's that. If you have a, if you have a baby, smash it. If you don't, oh well. <laughs> so, oh, so like, so there's no meaning. So, like, so essentially, like, um, we're just born, uh, sort of randomly, and yeah, it's all a bit of an accident that we're here. So you might as yeah. well just, you might as well just get on with it and just enjoy. Yeah, because no, no, what you do, it don't really make a difference in the long run, does it? No matter what <laughs> it is. Too yeah, many. Many people might say, you know, that it's, it all counts because there's a, there's something af- after death, you know, like like something beyond. But uh, I don't know if I believe in that. Do you do you, do you believe in that? Well, no, I don't. I think if you're not a ghost, like I've already touched on, you just that's it. To be honest, with you, I don't I don't think there is. I think that's it. But if you but if you believe in ghosts, then what is that? What's a ghost? I ah. don't know. That is a good question. That is a good. I don't think. It, no, I don't think everyone turns into a ghost. So Just what if you do? What, what if you're going to turn into a ghost? Then maybe things do matter. No, still don't think they matter. Because if you're a ghost, then you just just go on on some people, and that's it, isn't it? What can you do? Uh, the amount of people that's ever lived on this planet, there's like maybe five of them that have made a difference. Right. Talking like, I suppose it'll made a difference. Yeah. Genghis Khan, he like, everyone's is <laughs> everyone's uncle. Um, <laughs> Khan. That's yeah. about it, really. There's, 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 yeah, there's been two people in history that actually made a difference to all Hitler and Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan and Hitler. <laughs> Genghis Khan and Hitler. Oh, maybe Gandhi. Gandhi did a fair bit. <laughs> didn't I? Yeah, that's three people. Three people. What yeah, about Matt? What about Elvis? All Elvis did was sing a few songs and get fat. <laughs> <laughs> all he did. What about uh, good songs? But that's all they did, isn't it? Yeah. What about Leonardo da Vinci? Again, all, he just drew some pictures. It's, right, it's not as anyone can do that. <sighs> Yeah, no, I don't think so. I feel like people make a difference, but yeah, I know what you mean. Like, it don't really, um, yeah, like it's pretty, pretty cool way to look at, it, I suppose. And who was who was that guy's invented internet? He, yeah, I'll give him it. I'll give him his due. He's he's really changed the world's run. So that's four. We're up to four people now. That's a, a lot. So yeah, I don't think people are really. Don't really don't do anything, do they, people? We're just is here. One, um, that specifically made a difference in your life, though, Gillen. As in, like, uh, you know, what I mean, you're on about like humanity, but is there anyone in particular that you think has changed your life? I mean, think about like that. Everyone you meet changes changes your life a little bit, don't they? Everyone. But in the long run, outside of your immediate family and friends, not really. No. I see, like, your mum and dad teach you how to, like, eat. That's handy. <laughs> Useful, handy. isn't it? Other than that, yeah. You just do what you do, don't you? You really get influenced about much. Yeah, but if you're saying, but if you're saying that, that humans don't do much and about four humans have made a difference, then why, what, why, why do you have the same... Why are you saying, oh, giraffes don't do it, and we get rid of giraffes? 
Well, they, do, they do even last, don't they? Let's be fair. <laughs> How many giraffes you... have made a difference in the history of giraffes? Exactly. In No, just in the history of the world, giraffes have... Can you name four giraffes which have altered world? No. No, oh, I don't know giraffe's name. There's <laughs> a giraffe history. You know, there's not. There's never been a draft which has done some mega. Genghis. They're just, Genghis. They're just all, all they do is eat leaves. All they do. Pointless animal. A giraffe. What about Bigfoot? Is any big big feet? Any Sasquatches made a difference? No. Well, animals don't. There's not a single animal out there which made a difference. <laughs> Ruffalo. Not a. <laughs> I didn't even ask you this, Gillen, right? So earlier on, when we were talking about Bigfoot. Go on. What do you imagine a Bigfoot? What do you think? It, what do you think he kind of gets up to then in his daily life? He just probably just sits in the forest, eating fruit he can find from a tree, picks fruits off a tree, eats it. That's about it, really. Yeah, but well, that awesome. the draft does though, but just a different uh, food. Yeah, but like giraffes are a bit old fashioned now, aren't they? Border <laughs> giraffes. Bigfoot's new. It's a bit new, what isn't it? Why is it new? Because we've never, we don't know, we've never seen one. On Abway. Yeah. Oh, I've asked a question. I don't know, I just feel like giraffes have been knocking around for ages now, haven't they? Time for them to move on. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, saw a chance. For something proper. And I, I've got nothing against giraffes. But just just kind of there, aren't I? Sounds to me like you've got some issues, to be honest, that you just aren't willing to <laughs> I don't know why this episode I've picked on giraffes so much, because, I mean, they're just there's nothing against them. You've picked quite a lot on giraffes, haven't you, to be honest? Yeah, <laughs> I, have, but I, don't, I don't really know why. I've got nothing against a giraffe. It's just kind of in your way. Not in, more, not in personally in my way. I've never had a, a leopard. I've never had a giraffe in my way. <laughs> I've never been walking down the street and thought, "Fucking ass, giraffe needs to move." But if you're, I say, if you're a leopard and you're trying to hunt some zebra, and there's a giraffe in way, you're gonna think, "Oh, for God's sake, it's in... bloody Billy's in way." Yeah, I'm gonna Billy shift. Go on, Billy giraffe, move. In the way. Billy. Trying to catch... Billy the giraffe. Yeah, but he's, he's... I mean, he's trying to like catch a zebra, and there's Billy giraffe in way. That's going to be a big problem though, because they're living. They're in the, they're in the the grasslands, right? It's flat. There's nothing around. Mm. Can't run around it. Well, no, because rough banks, so we can see everything, can't we? <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a if you were a leopard, or a lion, or I know what no, not a tiger, they don't live in Africa. You're really gonna giraffes are just in your they are like a giraffe is just like a wasp. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Explain what you mean by that. Like, a giraffe is a wasp. Well yes, I think if you're like as a person, go for a bite to eat on on have a picnic, always a always a wasp in your way, and you like swat away, go on, get lost. If you're a leopard and you're trying to have a, your picnic of a zebra, a giraffe's saying, get lost, go on, out my way. So a giraffe's just the same as a wasp. Yeah, but then by that logic, aren't humans also like wasps and giraffes then? Like you're walking through French Gate we, when you're on your tour guide with the aliens. Yeah. Got, got some chavs in, in your way, they just stop and you're walking and they're in the way. Like, what do you do? Move, move out your way, you, you silly chav. Like, yeah, but like, it's it's same it's same like flavor animal, isn't it? A chat to people, but same. <laughs> it's not yeah. like a like a giraffe walking around and there's some like a giraffe with a berber and a cap on and something like an, an ankle tag in his way, is it? You don't see you don't see any giraffes with wings though. That's because I can't fly. <laughs> Yeah, I knew that, but how does that logic hold, though? Well, I'm just just as an example, a wasp gets in the way of people, same way as a giraffe gets in the way of a leopard. Uh, fair enough. Is that, uh, does that uh, make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. Oh, God. I feel like my my brain's starting to implode from his <laughs> going to stop. 
it's got yeah, so you've got two weird and almost too philosophical. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Of course it did. We're, we're on the verge of saving humanity and uh, answering all of life's questions, I think. We're, we're getting close. We're getting close. Having said that, it's been an hour. Wow, was it? It's gone fast. It has gone very quick. It's gone very quickly. Um... Yeah, I think I feel, I feel like I don't know what we mainly touched on there to summarize. Uh, uh, giraffes. I don't think giraffes are a pain in the ass like wasps. Yeah, robot yeah, uh, Big, Bigfoot's real. Yep. Yeah. So are ghosts. So are ghosts. Uh, everyone needs to calm down. Yeah, everyone needs to chill out. <laughs> um, what a Chav is. That's been important. Yeah, Chav, uh, Div, uh, Kegged. Yeah. Um, what else? The meaning of life, there isn't one. Nope. Because well, there's only four people who's made a difference in the world. Who was it? Gandhi, Hitler, uh, Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan, and who else? That gave him the internet. <laughs> the, Don't know his name. Yeah. And no giraffes have ever made a difference ever. No. Yes, and also we don't know what colour the dinosaurs were. <laughs> that felt like a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it like a long time ago, to be fair. That's one thing we didn't even get a chance to talk about uh, time. But time, time is now, unfortunately, on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, what, what, do, what do, we'll have to save this question for another time. But, uh, yeah, that could be another episode. Kind of worms, in the words of uh, Alex Gillen. Wait, what, what was the question? I didn't ask any question. I said that we didn't, we didn't get a chance to talk about time. We talked about time travel. Oh, ooh, yeah, actually, a good point. We kind of did, but time in general. But I get what you're trying to say. You've got the word time in it. Well, we've yeah. not got the time to talk about time, so that rhymed. <laughs> so let's do... Let's not commit the crime of going over one hour because I need to go take a shower and I feel like it's the hour for me to go to bed. So I said. <laughs> <laughs> me and... Uh, by the way, me and, if anyone's... If anyone's still listening, or if they're not, just you two. Uh, you know me. You know me and Mike did the uh, the song, the Beans on Toast song. Yeah. Yes. Well, he messaged me uh, today. He said it's time for a new mixtape. Uh, so I, I, I made some bars. You ready? I recorded this earlier. You ready to listen? Go. And then I've got this one. It's another one. Better keep your distance, better move away. I haven't mind my ass in 27 days. <laughs> it's just, uh, just, just, some riffing. just some riffing for the next song. We never did, um, we were going to do one called Road Rage. Well, we wrote a song called Road Rage, but we never we never uh, made the video. Yeah, I, I think I heard that song. Quite good. Oh, yeah, you did. I sent it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like um, uh, Destination Unknown. <laughs> Yes. Anyway, cool. Any right? Uh, anyway, stop laughing. Not any like. So, have you got any last comments or anything like that, Gillen? Any anecdotes or any any sort of uh, general philosophical words of advice to people before we leave? Offer some words of advice is make campaigns longer, chill out. <laughs> That's simple. That's all I need to do. Chill out. Just, just relax. Relax. What about you, Jack? I just want to say uh, it's been a, a pleasure having on uh, the philosophical genius that is Alex Gillen on the show today. Um, I think I've really learned a lot about life. And I've been uh, enlightened, to say the least. Um, so, yeah, cheers, Alex. Any time? Yeah, mate. Thanks a lot. Um, this, this truly lived um, true to the name of the podcast, Real Talk, because it was real. And it was talk. And it was real talk. So, thank you. Uh, see you later. Thank you, good night, and much love. And uh, chill out. Chill out. Hashtag chill. Hey, Tom. I'm heading to Walmart, because you know what season it is. Oh, is it pumpkin spice season? Uh, no, it's flu season. And Walmart gives flu shots. 
Yes, flu season is here and we've got your back with flu shots where you already shop. Our expert pharmacy team administers each flu shot and can answer your vaccine questions. Stay safe this flu season. Stop by our pharmacy or book your flu shot right now. Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea.